you are listening to Looking for Love and More, and I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. And I'm Melanie Hudson, the very grateful co-host. Hey, Melanie. Hey there, Lori. Happy to be here. Always happy to have you here on this beautiful, lovely day. And today we're going to be talking about apologies. That's a good topic. It is. I think so many people apologize and they have such great intentions, sometimes, sometimes not, but it doesn't always work. So their intentions might be good, but the way they're going about it isn't working. And I find in my practice, oftentimes, Couples are frustrated. One, that they're not feeling that there's been a real apology, and the other one feeling that they have apologized and it's just not being acknowledged or accepted. Kind of like, how many times do I have to apologize? It's like, well, I don't really feel that it's sincere or that you mean it. And when, over time, we are making apologies that are ineffective over and over and over again, it really does start to build up some resentment. And it can interfere with the quality of our relationships, the joy we feel, certainly our sex life. We start to feel resentful, and it's one of those things that really kills a relationship. So apologies are important. You know, if you have a partner who can't even say, I'm sorry, just those two words can mean everything. And there are some people who can't even say that. But then there's the other side of the coin where people are just constantly saying, oh, I'm sorry. So their partner's upset with them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I won't do it again. I'm so sorry. Whatever that might be. But really what they're saying is, I'm sorry, I don't want to talk about it. It's almost like, let's not talk about this. I want to be done with it. Let's move on. And that doesn't work either. So it's a little bit tricky. Do you have any experiences in your life where you felt that you were apologizing and it wasn't acknowledged, or you were with somebody who did something that was really hurtful and they weren't able to apologize? Well, I've been in two different situations that fall in between those two scenarios. First of all, I had a boyfriend, one of my first long-term relationships, really lovely man, very quiet, very humble. And I, at the time, was very active and, and uh, ambitious and, and did a lot. And he, I think sometimes our personalities clashed and he would apologize. And, but then he would do it again later. And I was among those people that felt resentful and everything. But I did learn that he really wanted to change and he really did feel badly about what he had done to annoy me or that brought uh, any kind of friction into the relationship, but he just couldn't make that change. He just, and he did feel badly about it. So that's one scenario. Mm-hmm. So he felt badly, but didn't actually do anything to change. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And I, and he, like I said, he was kind of, he was very mild mannered and he was very humble. He didn't do a lot for personal development. Mm-hmm. So he just stayed the way he was. And, yeah. and I, and I accepted it for many years. It's a good example, though, because saying I'm sorry and not doing what you either said you were going to do or what you need to do to show that you're sorry, it makes an empty apology. Right. And it did. And I did feel resentful and I did get mad at him. Then on the other side, I do something that women tend to do, which is we apologize for everything. Yes. Oh, I oh, I'm so sorry. I got in your way at the copier. Oh, I am so sorry. I touched your elbow. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm in your airspace. We're, we apologize yeah. for everything. And you are a big offender. I I've am. I've seen people 
<laughs> rudely bump into you and you apologize. And I'm not saying I'm I'm not guilty of it because I do it too. But you are one of those just genuinely kind people. So I just think it's more in your nature. But the, it to a fault sometimes yes, where it it's like, come on, somebody's treating you badly and you're apologizing. But I, I mean, I get it. And you're right. Women are much more guilty of it than men. I don't, yes. th- I don't think men generally do that. Yeah. yeah. At least I'm sure there are always exceptions. But it's something that we've been taught to be polite. Yes. Right? All of these messages. And so we apologize for ridiculous things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But when it comes down to that relationship that you're talking about, where you're in partnership with somebody and you really are working hard to create a beautiful, harmonious, loving relationship that lasts long term, I think real, genuine apologies are so important. They're essential. Yeah. And then another huge mistake, or we'll say destructive behavior in a relationship, is when somebody's upset, and it can be the man or the woman, this goes both directions... You have an upset partner. They let you know what they're mad about or what they're sad about or what they're upset about. And what you get on the other side is a partner who is defending and explaining. Yes. And oh my gosh. It, yeah. it just, it's, it's the worst. Like, well, you shouldn't feel that way. You're overreacting. I didn't do anything wrong. You're, you're really not even understanding what I did. You, sh- you know, again, you shouldn't feel that way because, or this is what I meant. I didn't mean that. I meant to do it this way. That whole defending and explaining thing feels horrible. Oh, now, yes. you know, to be fair, the person who is doing it has good intentions, right? No, no, you shouldn't feel that way. Don't feel that way. You're overreacting. Calm down. Oh my <laughs> these God. These are all things that yes. you really should never say. Uh, but, but these are things, again, I think that sound or feel loving in the moment. And well, this is what I meant. I didn't mean that. What I meant was this. And, and I understand the tendency to want to do that, but it is something that I want everyone to be aware of how much that doesn't work. Because what is it doing? It's telling the person that's upset that they're wrong for feeling what they're feeling. They shouldn't be feeling the way. Basically, you're saying, you're wrong, here's why. And that feels terrible. It feels feels worse. Yeah. Yeah. So, So what kinds of tips would you recommend? How do you, and I have ideas about apologies, what do you recommend as a therapist? Well, there are some steps to take. I mean, the first thing I could say is if your partner is complaining about something, they're upset about something, listen. That's the, that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. It's listen, take yourself out of it. You may not agree with what they're saying. They may have completely misunderstood something, but it is important that you listen and understand what they're upset about. So even if you didn't do anything wrong, that if your partner is experiencing some kind of pain around something you did, it's so important to listen to understand what that is. So you're listening to understand, not necessarily agree. So that's the first step. Mm-hmm. And then when you're ready to make an apology, you can describe that. You know, I understand that you're upset or you're mad at me because I, I did this or it feels like I meant that. And I can certainly understand why you're upset. And you do want to take responsibility, even if that was not your intention. I understand that you're feeling really angry with me or that you're feeling really hurt. And I understand why you're feeling that way. So really letting them know what you understand, take some responsibility 
Don't defend or explain. It's such an important thing. Now, later on, there might be a space for that. We'll talk about that. But right now, it really is to really listen and understand. Because it's not necessarily about what you did. It's just something that they're experiencing in that moment. So if you can do that, you are way ahead of the game. Now, I'm going to say almost always there is at least part of what they're upset about that you can take responsibility of. So maybe when you didn't take out the trash, it wasn't because you didn't care and didn't love them. That you're not going to own. That's about them, not you. But you can own the part that you didn't take out the trash. And maybe it's because you were in the hospital. You know, maybe there's a really good reason. Doesn't matter, right? You know what? I'm sorry. I know I told you I was going to take out the trash, and I understand that when I didn't do it, it caused you a lot of a lot of pain and a lot of hassle. And I don't want you to have to go through that. And I will really work on doing what I say I'm going to do because I know that makes you crazy when I say I'm going to do something and I don't do it, and I don't want to cause you pain. And I don't want to because I love you. And your happiness is everything to me. So I'm going to make sure I do better. Now, let's just say you were in the hospital. There's a reason why you didn't take out the garbage. Or there's a really good reason. I will tell you that it doesn't matter. When you say those kinds of words, you win. Mm-hmm. You know, those are beautiful words. First of all, because they feel so sincere. You're, that's part of the apology process. One thing I... I know that when you're in a heated situation with a partner and you're both in an emotional state, it takes a little bit of focus and consciousness to get centered and not be in that emotional state and to just be fully present with your partner Mm -hmm. and to link in with them and to connect with them. And so that becomes a sincere apology. And so that you don't let your emotions and your defenses and your Um, anger or whatever it is that you're feeling, get in the way. You have to take yourself out of it. And And that's hard. Not only is that a wonderful thing for your partner to experience and a wonderful thing for your relationship, I'll tell you what, it feels much better on your end because you're coming from an empowered, loving place. Yes. Yes. Right? When you can just sincerely listen and say, you know what, honey, I am so sorry that that hurt you. I'm so sorry that you're feeling this. And I understand why you're upset. And when you can say that sincerely, you will have a very grateful, validated, understood, seen partner. Mm, And that's how relationships last. Yes, which is very different than, no, you shouldn't be feeling that way. You're absolutely wrong. That wasn't what happened. You know, the reason why I did that was this. I had no choice. There was nothing else I could do. Like your partner is not in that moment feeling loved. And not only is your partner suffering and your relationship is suffering, but you are suffering too. So even if you believe that your partner is quote unquote wrong, that what they're experiencing is not your truth or the truth at all, what does it cost you to say, honey, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry you feel that way. And I understand why. And I don't want you to feel that kind of pain. I'm going to make sure I do everything to show you how much I love you and how important you are. And when I say I'm going to do something, I am going to do it. I'm going to commit to doing it. It's everything. Yeah. And hopefully you're in a relationship where the man, where your partner, woman or man, uh, actually comes through because something that else that comes to my mind is when apologies can become manipulative. For example, 
if you're in a relationship where somebody is harming you or abusing you or using you, and then they say, I'm sorry, or they send you yes. the flowers and then they win you back and then they go and do it again. And there, it's such a confusing situation. And so many people, women and men, they don't know where to go, how to, how to so true. think yes. in these kinds of situations. And often, although not always, but often those apologies won't sound like the one I just gave, for an example. They oh, won't yeah. be heartfelt. They won't talk about why they understand you're in pain. It'll mm-hmm. just be, I'm sorry, here's the flowers or whatever. I'm sorry, I won't do it again. But there really isn't anything any deeper that's being said. And again, if somebody is apologizing and they keep repeating the same behavior, well, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. It's like, you know yes. what? That's not going to work for me anymore. We need to really talk about this. Mm-hmm. But so important, you know? And then there are the people who really can't apologize. They just never apologize. Mm. And, you know, it's their own growth that needs to happen, really. It feels too scary for them. They don't want to be seen as being wrong. Uh, they don't want to lose the the fight, whatever it might be, but it's generally around insecurity. I mean, it does take vulnerability and strength to be able to say, I'm so sorry, especially if you don't think you did anything wrong. <laughs> right. Yes. Now, after your partner's feeling really understood and you're feeling really connected, you could then not give an explanation as much as just say, you know, I do want you to know that not that this is an excuse um, because what I did was wrong and I, and I really do mean my apology, but I just want you to know that here's what was going on and I do love you very much. So there, there's, it's not like you don't get to say anything, but I'm going to tell you, you probably don't need to more often than not. But sometimes if there's something that is important for your partner to know, of course there's a space to do that, but I would still say, first to understand. That's beautiful. No, I get it. I get it. And when you speak the two different tones of apologies, the really beautiful connecting positive tone, and then the defensive tone, it is palpable. I can feel it. Yeah. Even coming from you. It's speaking from your heart, which I often Mm -hmm. say, speak from your heart. Don't speak from your brain, speak from your heart. Now, sometimes an apology can be proactive or it can be addressing something that just needs to be addressed. So it's not necessarily that there's been anything done wrong, but let's just say, for example, you've been in a relationship for a while and you find yourself feeling disconnected. You find yourself feeling bored. Uh, maybe you're not feeling very sexually excited. There might be things that are going on that aren't feeling right, which, by the way, is going to happen in every long-term relationship. So for you to take a look at that. Now, many of us, if not all of us, have a tendency to look at what is going on? What is our partner not doing? What are they doing wrong? What's wrong with them? And I'm unhappy because my partner's doing this or not doing that. That's sort of the first way we think about things or the first place we go. It's just what we do. Generally, not all of us, but most of us. I I know I can be in that bunch too on a bad day. So when we can take a look at where we're at, and by the way, it can be our career, it can be with our children, it can be with our finances, our body, our relationships, it can be anything. But to take a look at it and go, okay, what is it that I'm doing or not doing? And if you're not feeling connected in your relationship or sex isn't so exciting, take a look at yourself and ask yourself some questions. What is it that I stopped doing? What could I be doing better? And then to have a conversation with your partner over a nice dinner, for example, and just to say, you know what, honey, I just want to apologize. And your partner's going to be thinking, well, what's he or she apologizing for? 
I just want to apologize. You know, I haven't been giving you the attention that you deserve, or I haven't been spending enough time at home or making the kind of effort that I want to make for our relationship. And things are feeling a little stale. And I want to make sure that I'm doing everything I can to honor you and our relationship. And I want to apologize. And I'm going to tell you that from now on, I'm going to start doing some things better. And here's what I'm going to start doing. And have some really important, productive commitments. I am going to commit to texting you every day just to tell you how much I love you. Or I'm going to commit to when I say I'm going to do something to doing it. Or I really want to make an effort to spice up our sex life. I want to know what you want. Tell me what's going to turn you on and what I can do to please you even more. So these are great conversations that can start out with an apology, even though you haven't actually done anything wrong. It's just that we can usually always do some things better. I tell you, those are beautiful words. That's a great script to teach people. People, we don't learn these kinds of things, Lori. And what you just shared, what you just taught, it's it's words we can all use and take with us. So it's super valuable. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, well, you're welcome. And it's it's true. We don't really know how to do this. And what we do know how to do is the opposite. It is to defend and explain and go on autopilot and think that our partners should be better and <laughs> do better. And those are the things that we go to automatically. And when we start to be accountable and look at the things that we can do better, because it is true that when we make an effort in anything in our life, consistent effort, when we're clear about what we want, we make good choices and we do the work, we have what we want. And that is always true in a relationship as well. So if your partner is upset about something, they're sad, they're mad, they're hurt, they're scared, all of those things, that's when you want to take a step back and get curious. I want to know what's upsetting you. I want to know what's going on. Did I do something? Tell me what that might be. Now, sometimes we do that and our partner will say, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. Everything's fine. Mm -hmm. I'm good. Don't worry about it. And they check out. Mm -hmm. Now, you can't control anyone else, but you can continue to push forward in a loving way. Okay. I don't believe you. <laughs> Maybe it's fine. It doesn't feel fine. I just want you to know that I love you. And I want to know because I want to make sure you're happy. I want to do everything I can in our relationship to make it wonderful and fantastic and lifelong. And when you're ready to talk to me, I am here because I really do want to know. And if I did do something or I'm not doing something that you need, I want to know. Tell me. Because I want you to know I care. That's it. And, you know, again, we can't change our partner. And sometimes we can have a stubborn partner. So you don't want to just give up. You don't want to go into resignation. Eh, everything's fine. It's good enough. It's okay. That's not going to work. It's not going to be sustainable. That relationship will end up being sexless or miserable or it'll end. And it's probably not what you want. Yeah. Well, all I can say is I would love to be the person that you just described. I would love to use those words. I learned so much. I learned how to speak that, to speak so sincerely to and to take responsibility. Uh, I always do. I tend to mm-hmm. take on too much responsibility sometimes, <laughs> yeah. but, but uh, those are super wise words. And then also to actually meet others who are feel who feel just as comfortable to apologize as what you've expressed. I feel that especially in this world today, we we are lacking that compassion uh, for other people 
and uh, the and we're lacking the ability to really tune into what they're feeling and be in that place where we can be with them and yeah. express those words sincerely. Exactly. And these are skills. They are skills. Mm-hmm. They certainly have something to do with our awareness, our own insecurities. Mm-hmm. You know, we all get insecure. We all get scared. And when we're insecure and we're scared, we go into protection mode. And when we're in protection mode, that's when we defend. That's when we explain. That's when we're not able to speak from our heart. It's too difficult. And these are areas that with time and effort and practice, we can grow. We can learn to do better. It's what I call above the line loving or living, which is learning to approach life conversations, everything really from a place of curiosity, understanding, love, compassion, kindness, gratitude, all of those wonderful qualities that we all aspire to have. And when we act that way, we generally will attract a partner like that Mm. and we will grow together. And, you know, there are relationships that start out really well, but then they grow apart. So it is important to understand those areas that you can improve on Mm -hmm. and we can all improve. We're never done. None of us are perfect, right? (laughs) That's not the goal. It is about progress, not perfection. And to be able to take a look at our own shortcomings or the things that we can do better. Some people aren't able to do that as well. But to look at it, as painful as that might be, because it's not always fun to look at your shortcomings or to look at the things you don't like about yourself, but they're great because they do give you opportunities to do better. And that does require awareness and effort. So yeah, these are skills. It's not something that we're taught. It's not something that we automatically do, at least most of us. It's something that we learn over time and usually after some failed relationships. Well, Lori, I think I've become a better person because of this discussion. I think I have become a better apologizer. <laughs> so the next time I, uh, well, first of all, I'll be aware of the next time I'm, I accidentally brush against somebody to not be so quick to apologize, <laughs> maybe say hello instead. But also when I am in a circumstance where I really do have hurt somebody or have really caused some f- friction, I will know how to better express myself in a in a sincere and and loving way. And I thank you. Thank well, you for this. Well, I love that. I actually think you already have those skills and you're not somebody who at least intentionally would hurt anybody, but sometimes we do unknowingly, unintentionally. And that's what I mean. It's not necessarily anything we do wrong. We can be the most loving, kind, incredible people and People are still subject to pain, something that we did or didn't do, and it may not even be anything that we did wrong, for lack of a better word. It's just something that was upsetting that we had no idea of. We could still apologize about that. Mm -hmm. How hard is it? What do we win? We win a lot. So it really is a wonderful skill to have and important. So I'm glad we had a chance to talk about it. And listeners, I hope that you will... Listen to some of this. If it's a big offense, sometimes we do something that is maybe not intentionally to hurt somebody, but it is clearly a hurtful act, you know, whether it's betrayal or saying some mean things, doing things that are clearly hurtful. And if it's something really big like that, sometimes a letter is the best way to go. Write it out. Take your time. Be really, really thoughtful. No defending. No explaining. That's one of the most important things just to understand, own, 
be responsible for and change and express why you're going to do that, whatever behavior it was that has caused the pain. So then we get into some bigger topics, but, but we all have opportunities to practice making a good apology because we screw up all the time because <laughs> we're human. That's true. <laughs> yes. We are human beings and we are all flawed and that's okay. As I always say, we're all screwed up and we're all a work in progress <laughs> and that's the goal, not to be perfect, but to be doing better, to be doing better that's- every day. And when we approach it from a place of sincerity and generosity and love and understanding and all those things we're talking about, our relationships will thrive and we will be better people. So Melanie, so great to have you here and I'd love to get your feedback and thank you for your kind words. And if anybody has a great apology story, gone wrong or right, please write me and let me know, laurie at drlauriebuckley.com. And I look forward to reading those letters and hearing from you. And we'll be talking to you guys soon. Thank you so much, Lori. What a great discussion. Thanks, Melanie. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.